This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Last week, my wife and I went to a dermatologist for a skin scan. A friend of ours who has had skin cancers removed for over 30 years insisted that we do this. He claimed that it went with retirement. The dermatologist found us cancer-free, but at the same time opened the lid to a vat of liquid nitrogen and dipped a cotton swab into it. Without a word, he started pressing this super cold swab against our faces, a dot here and a dot there. He must have hit a dozen spots. He said they were precancerous colorations and he was just being cautious. He said they would turn red, perhaps blister, and then peel off in a couple of weeks. It doesn't make one look like a model. Years ago, it would have been a real concern, but retired and older, it doesn't seem to matter. It's just another step in the process of life. I like to think of them as beauty marks. Beautiful people dominate our advertisement and entertainment industry. We see the million-dollar smile everywhere, right along with coiffured hair, sculpted bodies, and the latest styles, fashion stuff. We spend years of our lives on this quest for beauty. Getting older has this one giant benefit over youth. We're wiser, or at least we should be. The concept of beauty migrates from being all physical to character and inner attributes. My wife used to cruise the department stores and fashion boutiques looking for something magical that would send a message to the world. She doesn't do that anymore. It's rare that she wanders the aisle, shifting hangers from left to right, examining all the latest styles and colors. I'd say she's moved to a higher level. Most of her clothing now comes from recreational sporting stores or from birthday or Christmas gifts. This obsession with physical beauty starts young and runs long. We like to dress our children and grandchildren in pretty little clothes. We shower them with new stuff. I can never understand it when I see all of these stores with used clothing. I keep thinking that the kids don't really care nor know the difference between new and used. Is it any wonder that by the time they hit junior high, they're looking for the latest colors or fashion? By high school, the desire is all-consuming. I remember having hand-me-downs given to me that were in perfectly good condition, except, except that they were out of style. Thus, they were unacceptable. Then there was the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? It is a wonder that mirrors don't wear out. Hours spent staring at oneself. I can only assume it's universal. The nose is too long, short, fat, or wide. The hair is too thin, thick, long, short, black, or blonde. The skin is too fair, dark, or swarthy. You're too short, tall, skinny, or fat. The list is endless. I think it is the advertisers whose goal is to make us uncomfortable with how we look so that we will buy something else. There's money to be made. Probably the most important aspect of this obsession with looking good is the self-concept that's created. 
one becomes self-assured or lacking in self-esteem based entirely on physical appearance. We've all seen this myth shattered. We learn that there's more to a person than looking good. Getting older seems to offer this huge advantage in life. We can see past the nose on our face and others. I remember seeing the painting of Peter Paul Rubens and the rotund women that he painted. Today, we would call them heavy or fat. Society does not think of them as being beautiful, but they were in his days, and I'm not sure that they're not today. In an anthropology class, I learned of huge women considered having the most beautiful body types on some islands in the South Pacific. Experiencing life helps refocus our mind on what we consider beautiful. Basing life on physical beauty has its own built-in flaw. The more one values and cherishes their youthful appearance, the more disappointed the later days of life must become. Age is a great equalizer. The wrinkles come, the posture changes, gravity wins, the hair thins, skin loses elasticity. Other physical changes are impossible to halt. Oh, some people try with cosmetic surgery, toupees, injections, etc. They may help some for a short time, but for most of us, we accept age and the look that comes with it. Those that age gracefully are those that still smile and have a sense of self and where they are in the total picture. They radiate life and a positive view of all the days of their lives. They are at home in new clothes or old. They are at home, period. They've learned to accept the truth of inner beauty. Their eye still has a sparkle, a certain zest. They probably have had this sense of life being interesting from very early on. They're inquisitive and still able to marvel at the world. The clothes, the nose, the skin, and the teeth become secondary to the heart or mind. But as far as seeing a dermatologist, I think it's a good thing to visit one. I know of several people who have avoided serious cancer by regular visits. We are now on a yearly checkup schedule. This is Retirement Time. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.